0: Good evening. Our top story tonight, Mike Evans. Looks like he's set to move on from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers after the soft deadline that the Buccaneers had to remove some of their cap penalty. Instead, looks like the Buccaneers are going to be franchise tagging Antoine Winfield. And Mike Evans is going to hit the open market. And probably once he gets those big offers on the table on the open market, it's more than likely going to be too much for Mike Evans to pass up. So we very well could see him moving on to a team like the Houston Texans. So we've got that and so much more on player profiler today. And so we are back and Mike Evans and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had until today for a soft deadline. So the way it works is Mike Evans has void years in his contract. And so today his cap hit will go to $12.2 million. If he is not signed, if they were able to reach a long-term deal for Mike Evans, they would go down to $4.8 million. So over $7 million in saving, were they able to reach a deal with Mike Evans today? Now, That doesn't mean he can't re-sign. It just means if he was likely to re-sign or if he was happy with what he's hearing, the Buccaneers would have worked to make it happen today. But instead, unfortunately, Mike Evans and the Buccaneers, they're still far apart on what they want for a new contract. So the Buccaneers will take the financial penalty. They will have $12.2 million dead cap whether or not Mike Evans returns to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And so Mike Evans, for the first time in his NFL career, looks like he is set to hit the open market. Now the Buccaneers could hypothetically franchise tag Mike Evans, but because they've been kicking the salary cap can down the road, the cap hit for Mike Evans, a one year salary cap or one year franchise tag. Sorry. Sorry would be $28.4 million against the salary cap instead of the regular $21.6 million. So Mike Evans would be making over $7 million extra on the franchise tag compared to anyone else. All this points to Mike Evans hitting the open market. And so with that in mind, there's a new favorite for Mike Evans where he's going to go previously. It was predicted and expected that Mike Evans would go back to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're still the second favorite at plus 325. But the Houston Texans are now the betting favorite to land Mike Evans at plus 300. Chiefs are in there at plus 450. Bears plus 750. Titans plus 1,000. Panthers plus 1,500. And Ravens plus 2,000. So it's looking like... Mike Evans very well could be on the move. Now, this is not a guarantee. The Buccaneers will still work to make it happen, but it's starting to look like Mike Evans may be on the move. And Baker Mayfield could be on the move as well. Baker Mayfield is set to reach free agency if they can't reach a deal because the franchise tag is going on Antoine Winfield. All pro safety. Now, he wasn't a pro bowler because pro bowl voting is a popularity contest. All pro matters so much more. One of the best safeties in the NFL, taking or following in the footsteps of his father, one of the best slot cornerbacks in the NFL when he was in the league, playing for the Minnesota Vikings, played for the Seahawks for a while as well. So Antoine Winfield Jr. set to make $16.2 million for one year on the franchise tag. Now they could still get a deal done, but looking like Antoine Winfield, heading for the franchise tag looking like Mike Evans heading for the open market and looking like Baker Mayfield could be as well. The Buccaneers and the Falcons are rumored to both be interested in signing Baker Mayfield. It sounds like the price tag for Baker Mayfield starts at a three year, $75 million deal. So that'd only be 25 million per year for Baker Mayfield, which is a bargain. When you look at Daniel Jones making $40 million a year, Gino Smith making 30 plus million dollars a year. So Baker Mayfield, Getting a payday for sure, but could end up being a bargain for the Falcons, for the Buccaneers, or wherever else he ends up going. But what do you think? Let us know where you think Baker Mayfield's going to end up. Let us know where you think Mike Evans is going to end up. Is he going to end up with the Houston Texans once again? Well, we'll talk about some more news across the NFL. Some of these other players getting franchise tagged right after this word from the Podfather.
1: Now, I know many of you are looking for a secret weapon for your Dynasty League, and I have it. It's called the Dynasty Dominator app. You go to the App Store, go to Google Play. It's right there. It's $5 to download, and then every year it's $5 to load the next incoming class of rookies. You can add Superflex, add Titan Premium. It's incredible because it allows you to look up players. It allows you to vote on whether a player is a buy, hold, or sell, and then see the market sentiment on that player. And you can compare their lifetime value rating from player profiler to their dynasty ADP at the FFPC, all in the price lookup tool. And beyond that, we have a trade analyzer. So you'll never lose another dynasty trade again. And in our settings, you can set, this is a win now team. This is a rebuilding team. And then we let you compare players. Look at their metrics side by side, prospect metrics, NFL metrics. It's all there. It's five bucks in the app store. There's some add ons for super flex and, to buy the upcoming rookie class every year you're going to spend five dollars on this thing and it's going to be well worth it all right i want to take a moment today to talk to you about data analysis the data analysis tool we listen to the users what do you want what do you need and we made it happen we added popular reports like a fantasy scoring report air yards report and if you want to create a new report but you don't necessarily want to look through every field we have quick results Hey, show me the most popular passing data. Show me the most popular rushing data, fantasy data. Done. And the thing just is much faster than it's ever been. And the report builder got a lot easier. I mean, check this out. We break it down into offense, defense. Show me just fantasy data elements. And then when you get results, hey, show me by draft year. Let's take a look at just certain players that played a certain number of snaps or a certain number of games last year. This is the tool that so many of you have been asking for, plus a bunch of dream features that Billy wanted and Cody wanted and I wanted and Dario wanted. So go to the Fantasy Tools section, click on Data Analysis, or go to com slash data dash analysis.
0: So we are back and we were talking about the franchise tag. Antoine Winfield expected to be hit with the franchise tag, though That can happen as soon as tomorrow. It's not going to necessarily happen instantly. Usually teams will not apply the franchise tag until later in the deadline, closer to the deadline, they will place the franchise tag. But sounds like Antoine Winfield will receive the franchise tag. Sounds like T Higgins will receive the franchise tag. Tyler Boyd looking like he's going to be walking in free agency. So it'll be Jamar Chase and T Higgins with potentially Andre Yoshivas or Charlie Jones rocking that slot, or they could draft or bring in someone else in free agency. Lots of options for the Bengals, but looks like T. Higgins is going to be back. Other players expected to receive the franchise tag: Josh Allen, the Jacksonville Jaguars edge rusher, expected to see him return to the Jaguars on a one-year franchise tag deal, and Brian Burns as well, the Carolina Panthers edge defender who they had an offer a couple of years ago from the Rams, two first-round picks for Brian Burns instead. They keep them around to try to extend them long-term. Not sure that's going to happen. looks like Brian Burns could be getting hit with the franchise tag as they continue to work towards a long-term deal. So those are the four players, or yeah, four players we expect to have the franchise tag placed upon them. Antoine Winfield, T. Higgins, Josh Allen, and Brian Burns. Other candidates are Josh Jacobs with the Raiders, though we don't expect that to happen once again. We do expect Josh Jacobs back with the Raiders. Just don't think it's going to be on another franchise tag. We could also see Michael Pittman with the Indianapolis Colts get the franchise tag. Christian Wilkins and Justin Matabuke, the two defensive tackles, one for the Miami Dolphins in Wilkins. Matabuke with the Baltimore Ravens, though it's more likely he hits free agency. I do expect Christian Wilkins to be back with the Dolphins. Matabuke, I think, is going to be hitting the open market. And Jalen Johnson with the Chicago Bears up in the air. If he's going to be hit with the franchise tag, if they're going to offer him a long-term extension, not sure what the cornerback for the Chicago Bears is going to do. He's another candidate, but there's some guys that are eligible for the franchise tag, but unlikely Saquon Barkley and Tony Pollard. Both sound like they're going to be hitting the open market. There's going to be a lot of running backs. Derrick Henry, Austin Eckler. We've talked about this plenty of times. Antonio Gibson, Cam Akers, AJ Dillon, everyone's going to be hitting the open market, including Saquon Barkley and Tony Pollard, though they are eligible for another franchise tag. Chris Jones as well, the defensive tackle for the Kansas City Chiefs, technically could franchise tag him, though it's not going to work out because his franchise tag or his, sorry, his cap number was so high last year and his salary is so high. If Chris Jones gets hit with the franchise tag, it'll be $32 million instead of the $19.7 million It would usually cost a franchise tag, a defensive tackle. So Chris Jones expected back in Kansas city, just won't be on the franchise tag. Again, that all opens up tomorrow. We will potentially see some players instantly hit with the franchise tag. Wouldn't shock me to see T Higgins instantly get that franchise tag on him, but everyone else probably going to be closer to the deadline, allow some more negotiation. One player we do not expect to get the franchise tag is Calvin Ridley. The Jaguars, if they bring Calvin Ridley back before free agency starts, it'll cost them a second round pick. That was part of the trade with Calvin Ridley. So if he had met the requirements, which he did, the games played the snaps, the yards, whatever Calvin Ridley hit all of that. Then it was going to be a third round pick. That third round pick becomes a second round pick. If Calvin Ridley is extended before free agency starts, but if Calvin Ridley is extended After free agency starts, then it's still just a third-round pick. So it doesn't sound like the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to re-sign Calvin Ridley before free agency kicks off in March. But I do still think Calvin Ridley is going to be back with the Jaguars. He's just going to re-sign after that window shuts, save the team, a second round pick, make it a third round pick to allow the team to continue to get better. And if somehow this doesn't happen, Calvin Ridley, there are 31 teams other than the Atlanta Falcons that would be more likely for Calvin Ridley to return to. Calvin Ridley will not be back with the Atlanta Falcons, even if he hits free agency. There are some Falcons fans that are hoping for that. They're thinking, hey, we can get the third round pick and get Calvin Ridley back. That ain't happening. That bridge is burnt. Calvin Ridley not returning to the Falcons. Likely returning to the Jaguars, but very well. Could hit free agency. Will hit free agency. Will be able to negotiate with other teams. Just sounds like he's going to return back with the Jacksonville Jaguars. But there's other receivers that could be available via trade as well. Brandon Ayuk is possibly available. Brandon Ayuk, we've heard and we've talked about how his partner, said that they weren't going to be back. That could have been their last time setting foot in the San Francisco 49 ers stadium and his brother, his best friend saying that this is why they're not going to be back in San Francisco. So it sounds like Brandon. Ayuk wants out of San Fran and this very well could be an AJ Brown type of scenario with the Tennessee Titans, the 49ers very well could just move on from Brandon Ayuk. There's been ups and downs in this relationship. We all remember Brandon Ayuk being benched in week one a couple of years ago by Kyle Shanahan. He got in the doghouse. He escaped the doghouse, became an all-pro 1,300-yard receiver. Brandon Ayuk is incredible. But when you're the San Francisco 49ers and you have no money to spend, there are so many, uh, you have so much cap that you have to work out still. And they will work it out, but. The 49ers don't have a lot of money right now. And so trading Brandon Ayuk would free up about 14 million dollars, would put them like 16 million dollars under the cap at that point. So the 49ers would be sitting pretty at that point, and then they likely would be going out and drafting another first round receiver. Brandon Ayuk they drafted in the first round, Debo Samuel they drafted in the second round. So signs are starting to point to Mike Evans and Brandon Ayuk being with new teams in 2024 where do you think brandon Ayuk is going to end up let us know in the comments other news and notes ahead of free agency the falcons are not expected to bring back Cordero patterson though we very well could see a reunion with the pittsburgh Steelers as the rb3 behind naji harris and Jalen warren Cordero patterson not expected back in atlanta the vikings are trying to work out a deal with kirk cousins but it's starting to sound like they won't give him a fully guaranteed contract. Kirk cousins wants another fully guaranteed deal, which is what he's got from the Vikings twice in a row. They just pretty much fully guaranteed his entire contract two times now. And so Kirk cousins is looking for that once again. And it sounded like the Vikings are resistant to it. They want to give him guaranteed money in first year and have a way to move out in the second year, potentially, or the third year, whenever it is. So, is Kirk Cousins going to walk from the Minnesota Vikings? Is he going to head down to Atlanta where his wife is actually from? We talked about the Atlanta Falcons looking for a new quarterback. They could be in on Kirk Cousins. They could be in on Justin Fields. They could be in on a bunch of different guys in Atlanta, including Baker Mayfield. I don't know who their quarterback's going to be, but it's not going to be Desmond Ritter. It could be Russell Wilson. We've heard rumors there as well, but, Kirk Cousins, the whispers in the media, and when there's whispers in the media, there's always a reason behind it, whether it's the Vikings trying to play hardball, whether it's the Kirk Cousins agent trying to get the Vikings to cough up a little bit of extra money, whatever it is, Kirk Cousins could be on the move. Russell Wilson has seen his odds change to go to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Initially, it opened up at plus 1,400. Now we're down to minus minus one ten. Though we've also seen Justin Fields drop down to minus 200. We know that the Pittsburgh Steelers are looking for a new quarterback. We know that they can't go back to Mason Rudolph and Kenny Pickett in 2024 and expected to be taken seriously by their fans. So is it going to be Russ? Is it going to be Justin Fields? Is it going to be someone in the draft? Is it going to be Kirk Cousins heading to the Pittsburgh Steelers? All that remains to be seen, but that's why you subscribe to the Player Profiler News channel. And this is the first episode where we are fully just on Player Profiler News. We are off of the main channel, so that is why you got to subscribe to Player Profiler News to keep up to date with all the NFL news out there, including Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson set to start throwing in March. He is not throwing just yet. After his shoulder surgery, Deshaun Watson set to return in March, to at least throwing the football. We'll see how far he can make it ahead of OTAs, ahead of training camp. The Ravens bring back Nelson Aguilar, ahead of free agency. They sign a one-year deal with Nelson Aguilar, and he's going to be back probably as that wide receiver three. I do not expect Odell Beckham to return for the Baltimore Ravens. So Nelson Aguilar, Rashad Bateman trying to fight to be that wide receiver two-three position opposite zay flowers maybe place for an upgrade once again for the baltimore Ravens. someone in free agency someone in the draft someone or maybe it's rashad bateman maybe this is your rashad bateman finally breaks out that's what john harbaugh at least has told us is going to happen i would love to see it big rashad bateman fan just not sure i believe it at this point but i can dream I can dream on Rashad Bateman. Nelson Aguilar returning with the Ravens. Sounds like the Ravens are going to go for a veteran running back as well. They tried to trade for Derrick Henry in the preseason and during the season as well. They were rebuffed by the Titans' ownership group. But Ravens are going to be back in the market for a running back. Derrick Henry is a name that we have seen linked there plenty of times. Packers are expected to cut David Bakhtiari, and he's already getting recruited to the New York Jets. Aaron Rodgers, former left tackle, missed pretty much the entire season or did he miss the full season? Either way, David Bakhtiari missed a lot of time this year and the past three or four years. David Bakhtiari has not been able to stay healthy L- expected to be cut by the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers trying to bring him in to be his left tackle once again, though nothing is confirmed yet. Unlike the Los Angeles chargers who are expected to lose their center, Corey Lindsley, they restructure the deal. His contract goes from 11 and dollars to the veteran minimum. Now this is not a pay cut. This is a restructure. And so he basically gets a big game check right now. He gets about $10.29 million right now. And that is saved in cap space for the Los Angeles Chargers. And then when he retires after June 1st, which Corey Lindsley has already said 99% chance that he's going to retire that is spread out over the next two years. So they're able to save some money with the Corey Lindsley retirement, working with the veteran center before he retires. Cause the chargers are in trouble over $50 million over the salary cap. Khalil Mack likely going to be gone. Mike Williams probably going to be gone as well. So the chargers are going to have to make some moves starting with their former starting center. We wish Corey Lindsley all the best in his potential or pending retirement. Other news and notes ahead of the NFL draft and the NFL combine agents are now telling their quarterbacks, don't take the S2 test. CJ Stroud got screwed last year. We talked about that ad nauseum. And now this is the result agents are saying, Hey, don't do tests like that. Even personality tests, which I don't necessarily agree with. You got to stop doing personality tests. Those are more to see how you work with people, but, the cognitive tests, uh, the wonderlick the S2 test, whatever it is. Hey, if you want to pull out of those and stop the, the show of it, because CJ Stroud did get screwed by the S2 test, and I'm all for it. So could be seeing a bunch of quarterbacks skipping out on the testing this year. Will we see a trade up for a quarterback in the draft, though? Over the past 10 drafts, we have seen someone move into the top three, seven times. Now, six of those were for a quarterback. Last year, we saw the Texans trade up for Will Anderson. That's the only non-quarterback that was traded up for to draft in the top three. The other six were quarterbacks. Five of those seven trade-ups into the top three involved a future first round pick. The others involved future seconds. So if a team is going to be trading up into the top three to select a quarterback, whether it's the Patriots moving back, which we have heard Plenty of times, whether it's the Commanders moving up a spot with the Chicago Bears, whatever it is, it's going to cost a lot to move up into the top three. Ultimately, I do expect the Bears to stay put and draft Caleb Williams, the Commanders to probably draft Drake May and the Patriots to probably draft Jaden Daniels. That is what I'm expecting. Maybe a flip-flop Drake May and Jaden Daniels, but that's how I see it. At this time, and this is what we are hearing throughout the NFL, other news and notes, the Las Vegas Raiders have seen Jimmy Garoppolo get suspended for two games for violating the PED performance enhancing drug policy, which a lot of people are having fun with that Jimmy G is on performance enhancing drugs. But obviously this stems from the foot injury that he had, which he needed to get healthy in order to be even on the team and get his money last year, if he was not able to pass physical and heal in time, the whole contract would have been voided. So I completely understand Jimmy Garoppolo taking those PEDs to make sure he got his bag, but it also is going to cost him $11.25 million this year. That was guaranteed. So even if Jimmy G got cut, Before the PED suspension, it would have been $11.25 million. Now he doesn't get that, but he still collects all the money he got from last year. So in the long term, it works out for Jimmy Garoppolo. He's still coming out ahead with the PED suspension. But this is what athletes do to make sure they're able to return to the field. We saw it with Julian Edelman. He, I think it was an ACL for Julian Edelman, but he got suspended for taking PEDs because he was just so desperate to return to the field. And you empathize with these athletes, with the pressure that they are under sometimes and the cost-benefit analysis that they have to make. And in this case, Jimmy Garoppolo made a cost-benefit analysis and he was able to play for the season. He was able to get his bag and now he has to pay the consequences. Final news and notes across the NFL. Mike Davis, former running back for the Atlanta Falcons, for the Seattle Seahawks, for the Baltimore Ravens, chicago bears in the mix maybe he bounced around the league but mike davis is retiring on his birthday so happy birthday to mike davis we wish you all the best in your retirement the washington huskies have rounded out their coaching staff it is full of nfl nepotism jed fish is making it pretty much completely nfl son coaching staff steve belichick obviously bill belichick's son Brennan Carroll, the son of Pete Carroll, Luke Del Rio, the son of Jack Del Rigo, and Jake Lynch, the son of general manager John Lynch. So Washington Huskies really are becoming the 33rd NFL team, which is what Jed Fish says he wanted. And it's all through just hiring your buddy's kids, but the Washington Huskies will benefit in the recruiting in that aspect. I'm sure we'll just see how this all shakes out. We know Steve Belichick, quality coach, the rest remains to be seen most of these guys are young a lot of them kind of just finished their playing career in college going right into coaching but we'll see how it shakes out for the Washington Huskies and we'll see how it shakes out for the San Francisco 49ers because Brock Purdy joins a list of 18 quarterbacks who lost their Super Bowl debut and did not return to the Super Bowl the last 18 QBs all the way back to Stan Humphreys and Neil O'Donnell and Chris Chandler all the way back to Steve McNair and the Tennessee Titans losing on the tackle Kerry Collins being blown out by the Baltimore Ravens Rich Gannon losing for the Las Vegas Raiders none of them made it back to the Super Bowl neither did Jake DeLone with the Panthers neither did Donovan McNabb Neither did Matt Hasselbeck when he lost to Ben Roethlisberger in the game. A lot of people think the Seahawks got screwed out of Rex Grossman. Never returned. Colin Kaepernick obviously never returned. But Cam Newton didn't make it back. Matt Ryan didn't make it back. Jared Goff hasn't made it back yet. Jared Goff is going to be the one to break this curse, obviously. Obviously, when the Detroit Lions make the Super Bowl next season. But Jimmy Garoppolo didn't make it back. Joe Burrow, I do expect to make it back at some point, but. Lost his Super Bowl debut, hasn't made it back yet. Jalen Hurts obviously didn't make it back in his first year after losing. Now Brock Purdy joins that list. So is this a curse? And how long until Jared Goff breaks the curse and returns to the Super Bowl?
1: Hey, I want to take a moment to thank you for tuning in. It's important to me that all of our media be free. This is only possible because of you